with the latest. Dan Mondor joins us, Chairman and CEO at Insego. Dan, it's great to have you back on the show. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me on. Last time we talked was after an earnings in the fall that you called monumental. You guys had just sealed a relationship with the third wireless giant T-Mobile, adding on to AT&T, Verizon. You guys, we spent time talking about the 5G modems. Your stock just exploded after that, Dan. I'm looking at it now, it's given back a lot of its sense. So what's happened here within the latest update on the earnings? Well, um, you know, the 5G momentum continues. There's no doubt about that. It's on a revenues on a growth trajectory. Um, our demand for our 4G products remains uh, very strong. We did not provide guidance at our last earnings call. Um, uh, a little bit of the reason behind that is we announced the sale of our South Africa tracking asset, um, which we did not see transitioning to 5G anytime soon. And so we announced that sale, it's due to close in the second quarter. And what we indicated is we provide more color uh, in terms of outlook after that sale close. So uh, we didn't provide guidance. Uh, obviously there was a reaction to that, but we had good reason. Okay. But I will say that the demand for our products uh, has never been stronger. We like the position we're in. Uh, our 5G revenue grew uh, quadrupled last year. Um, got great, great growth in our software as a service subscription business. So fundamentals are all in place. Um, and we're, we're plowing ahead with our strategy. Dan, uh, the revenue growth, I mean, it's huge. The last number you gave, it looks like uh, the biggest, uh, at least in the last couple of years, from what I see, correct me if I'm wrong, but about 65% top line growth. Uh, um, still looking at a, a loss on adjusted earnings for the bottom line, but nothing terribly new there. So it seems like you're continuing to prioritize the sales growth, as you mentioned. How much of that comes from the wireless uh, 5G hotspot, the actual products, and how much is coming from your software revenue as a service? Well, I will, as I said, the 5G revenue uh, last year quadrupled over the prior year. So it is on a growth trajectory up to the right as the 5G networks get built out. Um, but great 5G network coverage, device penetration is single digit. So it's a, it's a well underserved market. And we see a lot of positives from that. So the T-Mobile deal, which was huge for us that we announced, um, there's strong sell through, there's strong sales uh, numbers coming from T-Mobile. In fact, Verizon, which has been our longstanding and largest customer, T-Mobile sales levels now in the first quarter are over 50% higher than the Verizon run rate. So it just shows you the importance of, of that deal from our 5G device perspective. Hmm. And in addition, they, they adopted our software as a service subscription offering, which is about managing subscription, managing devices. So we have a, a device hardware play there, as well as we have a subscription business play there, it's growing. Um, and, and then there's rest of the world uh, uh, 5G deals that we've announced, smaller carriers. But so with that, we've got um, Verizon, we've got T-Mobile, and we've just launched a 4G offering with AT&T. So we have all of the, the big three in terms of our, our mobile solution offerings. Talk to me a little bit about uh, the company's enterprise initiative going forward, because I think one of the big questions here, and again, just kind of as someone who watches narrative in markets, uh, that's my job, and the narrative, of course, has been investors second-guessing stocks that they think are dependent on some of the work-from-home environment. Obviously, a lot of businesses, as I mentioned to you last time, we were using a 5G hotspot when we were broadcasting from my apartment. Obviously, now we're back in studio. 
similar effects will happen as other businesses come back into the office. So it seems like this enterprise initiative that your firm has talked about is looking at new ways to apply your products in a traditional type of work environment. What are those? Yeah, that's right. Well, I guess just to take a step back, there's two prongs in our strategy. One is selling through carriers. It's really to consumers, and that's the T-Mobiles, Verizons, et cetera. Um, and part of that is the work from home initiative. And I will say this, the demand for our 4G products, which was a big, big factor in our 2020 numbers, the demand for our 4G work from home products continues at a pace that's higher than pre-COVID. So I just want to clarify mm. any impression that, that okay. that's disappear disappearing. But uh, if you look at the enterprise business, so firstly, why is that important? fundamentally similar products, but it's selling to the large enterprises, small, medium business, et cetera. The market for enterprise in 5G is in fact larger than consumer. We estimate three to four times. Super important market, uh, much higher gross margin profile. So we're continuing to execute on our on the 5G carrier build out, principally consumers are the end, uh, end customers there. And then we're launching a number of 5G enterprise products in the first half a number of which we've just announced, and those will roll out now. So a lot of things line up to a very exciting second half of this year. Those partnerships, I imagine, are going to be important as uh, it seems like we can think of Insego as kind of the infrastructure behind some of the services and the products that uh, businesses want to make available. Walk me through kind of some of the big partners right now uh, that folks will recognize, firms um, that you're working with that are, you're going to be deploying some of these products with. Well, you know, we have a strong ecosystem uh, partner. So all of our products are designed and developed in-house in the USA. So we have a strong partnership with the component, major component suppliers, notably Qualcomm. Okay. Who you know, we're with uh, in San Diego. Skyworks is another big one as a partner. So we have strong partnerships and senior executive relationships uh, at, at those companies. So it really helps us with material management and we, we know the dynamic going on in the global component uh, component uh, shortages so we do a lot of work there then on the infrastructure side we'll partner with ericsson we'll partner with nokia and others that that bring our devices and their network infrastructure together in an offering but you know at the end of the day we compete on our mobile broadband devices we compete with our fixed wireless devices which that's a super important market i should say and I think one where the, the mobile operators are really gonna be pushing hard to get return on investment of all the spectrum uh, acquisition expenditures as well as CapEx. But we've got infrastructure partners, we've got component partners, and we have certainly solution partners. Foxconn, for instance, is a contract manufacturer partner of ours. So okay. we're in the big league in terms of our partnerships. We're very happy okay. with those.